are you doing? It's another week of the show that shakes the Southland. This is y'all, and I'm John Rawl, and we have an exciting week as we get closer and closer to Thanksgiving 2019. This is y'all, talk with a southern accent, our website, y'all.com, our number, if you want to text or call anytime, 803-816-1170. Coming up on this first of the week edition of the Y'all Show, we will get you through headlines across the South. We've got some business news that we're going to share with you here in this first hour of today's Y'all Show. We'll have some fun with hashtag Huddleblue. That's coming up in just a handful of minutes here on the All Southern Show. When we get to hour two, we'll look back at the weekend in sports. Tua Tagvola, the quarterback of the Alabama Crimson Tide, his season is done for Nick Saban. And we've got the latest on that as it's a big day, unfortunately, for the Alabama quarterback. And will the, will the Crimson Tide be able to bounce back from this gruesome injury and find themselves playing for a national championship? All that will be discussed in hour two. In our sports recap, plus we'll give you the latest with the NFL scores from the weekend, what's going on in the National Football League. The NASCAR fellas wound down their season on Sunday at Homestead in South Florida, and we've got the winner of that. And we'll also share with you other news and notes from the sports world as we look back at the weekend. And you know what? When we get to hour two, we'll have a very special guest come on to help us with the sports recap and then we'll keep that guest going for a few more minutes as we have him talk about Takapola. Yeah, of course. It's Jerry Short, our teller of tales from Takapola Way, and he's going to be on the entire second hour of today's y'all show. So we're we'll have all that and much much more coming your way on the All Southern program. And to remind you what's coming up all week long on y'all, we'll let you know that on Tuesday we've got a political report, man Things are getting closer and closer to breaking in a big way in Washington, D.C. with the impeachment hearings. And then you got all the Democrats running for president. Believe it or not, I think I saw where one, if not two people officially entered the race in the last week since we had our last Southern political report here on the Y'all Show Democrats running for president in 2020. We're now less than a year away from election 2020. And it's just getting more and more exciting every minute here in the South in our Southern political talk. So we'll have all that coming your way in the first hour of the Tuesday, y'all. Plus, we'll have our barrister of Big 12 and Bodacious Barbecue with his scintillizing report coming your way on the Tuesday edition. And, of course, on Wednesday, it's ACC Talk and Country Music Talk with our friend Precious Harris. And we'll get her take. We've been waiting on it. We will get her take on the winners of last week in the CMA Awards held in Nashville. We were right there. We had great interviews. We had a great interview with Cree Harrison, the runner-up in season 12 of American Idol, and she was on the entire second hour of last Thursday's show. Go to our archives at y'all.com and listen to that incredible interview with the Texas native Cree Harrison, and we'll have all that available on our website anytime at your leisure. Go on to y'all.com. That's just coming up on Wednesday, and then Thursday, we'll have our SEC report and a look at some of the great festivals going on in the Southland this month of November, adding into the Yule Tide. And then on Friday, we'll have our Y'all Kickoff Show, two hours of pigskin fun. All that right here on Y'all. No show in the South, no show really in the country does what we do, blend all of these great topics into one nice little brew, one nice little, I guess they would call it a 
jambalaya, a jambalaya of Southern greatness. Now, speaking of jambalaya, where you normally find that word is in Louisiana, and Louisiana kicks off our recap of the news headlines from the weekend as voters went to the polls in the Pelican State on Saturday. And how about this? They reelected the Democratic governor of the state of Louisiana, John Bell Edwards. President Trump had come to Louisiana multiple times. He was campaigning in Lafayette. He went up to North Louisiana a couple of times. And despite the push from President Trump, it was John Bell Edwards holding on to a second term as Republicans did quite well in the state of Louisiana in this vote. But in the end, Edwards in the top position, the governor's race, he ends up defeating businessman Ed, Eddie Respioni, about 51% of the vote going to the incumbent governor, John Bell Edwards. And so the Democrats will maintain control of a deep South state, at least from a chief executive standpoint, as he is going to maintain his position there in Baton Rouge as the governor of Louisiana in a hard fought, very costly race but a very costly race to President Trump in his effort to keep Republicans in office in governor's houses around the Southeast. Now, remember, just a few weeks ago, Kentucky voters went to the polls and they voted and they kicked out Matt Bevan as the governor of the Commonwealth of Kentucky. He loses to a Democrat. And at least in Mississippi, that was the only one of these three southern states having governor's election that Tate Reeves ends up winning that over Jim Hood, a Democrat. So two of the three states of the South that had governor's races went to Democrats in 2019. And does this bode not necessarily well? Does this bode bad going forward for President Trump? And Republicans as the president. Again, he went to Louisiana three times to campaign for Respioni. And now the Democrat Edwards is going to be in the office for another couple of years leading the Pelican state. As Edwards said at his campaign celebration on Saturday evening, not only did LSU beat their rival Mississippi and the LSU Tigers are number one in the country. But yes, the governor was able to capitalize on the thrill of getting a second term. And he said, as as far as the president, God bless his heart. And that, of course, is a phrase used as a polite uh, way to deprecate someone here in the South. And that's what Edward said. As far as the president, God bless his heart. He said that tonight the people of Louisiana have chosen to chart their own path. And they did just that, a big win for Democrats. No no doubt about it, as this man is going to stay in office in Baton Rouge. Now, questions are being asked. How did he pull this off, John Bell Edwards? How did he get this election? Well, a couple of things needed to happen for him to maintain, maintain control in Baton Rouge. And it looks like it was check, check, and check on the th- three items that most needed to happen for Edwards to be reelected governor of Louisiana. He needed to have a large turnout of black voters who formed the core of the Democratic Party in Louisiana, and he got that. He also needed to win at least 10% of the voters who had supported the other Republican in the jungle primary, Ralph Abraham. He needed 10% of those to go over his way, and that's what happened in this race on Saturday. And finally, John Bell Edwards needed to win over enough moderate suburban Republicans in East Baton Rouge, Jefferson, and St. Tammany parishes 
that were turned off, these voters turned off by President Donald Trump and his tight embrace of Respioni. And and they got all of that on Saturday in the election for John Bell Edwards to be reelected governor of Louisiana. Now, one other item on a governor's race to tell you about, as Matt Bevan was originally, tra- he was rather cha- tr- challenging, say that five times fast, he was challenging the vote in Kentucky when that vote was held earlier this month and you had the Democrat, Andy Bashir come out on top by a couple thousand votes. Well, Matt Bevan, the current governor, but who's losing out his bid to be reelected, has now dropped that sort of challenge to Bashir winning the governor's race of Kentucky. So again, Kentucky and Louisiana go to Democrats here in 2019, and the only three states in the South that are having governor's races, Kentucky, Louisiana, and Mississippi. And in the Magnolia State, of course, earlier in November, Tate Reeves, the big winner over Jim Hood. Now we move on to not really political talk, but this guy is tied with President Trump because of his support. Kanye West is now talking about God after visiting with Joel Osteen in Houston, Texas. As Kanye West told parishioners at Osteen's megachurch on Sunday that his recent spiritual awakening it's made him realize he's no longer in the service to fame and money, but in the service to God. As Kanye West spoke to a packed crowd of 16,000 people at Lakewood Church's 11 a.m. service on Sunday, and during an interview with Osteen from the stage, Kanye West told the parishioners about his recent conversion to Christianity and how God has been guiding him. West said, I know that God has been calling me for a long time, and the devil has been distracting me for a long time. And he added that at his lowest point, when he was hospitalized in 2016 after a mental breakdown, he said, God was there with me, sending me visions and inspiring me. But Kanye West in Houston at Joel Osteen's church on Sunday. Remember, he was in Baton Rouge just a few weeks ago and had a kind of an epiphany there. And I guess that kind of got a lot of attention. And he's backing that up now at this church that's the former compact center where the Houston Rockets once played basketball. And Joel Osteen converted that to his own church there, the televangelist, and more than 16,000 people on hand for this great deal for Kanye West talking about serving God during his visit to Houston over the weekend. Some sad news for a former NC State Wolfpack basketball player and a Louisville, Kentucky native, as it's been released from police in Louisville, Kentucky, that there was a shooting at Muhammad Ali Boulevard on Thursday, and it turns out that's that that stabbing rather on Muhammad Ali Boulevard in Louisville was the victim was a Louisville native and former NBA and NC State basketball player, Anthony Grundy, and he died following the stabbing. He was 40 years old, and he was found suffering from multiple stab wounds from from when Louisville police officers arrived, and Grundy was taken to the University of Louisville Hospital, where he later died. He played at NC State from 1998 to 2002, and then went on to play 12 games in the NBA with the Atlanta Hawks, and later had a 12-year professional basketball career overseas. But this former Louisville native and NC State basketball player killed in a stabbing 
and the city of Louisville, Kentucky. And, of course, this happened at the end of last week, the death of Anthony Grundy. More stories from across the Southland. How about this story from Arkadelphia, Arkansas? As two college chemistry professors there have been arrested on charges of making meth in an apparent case of life imitating art. As the Clark County, Arkansas Sheriff's Office says that Henderson State University professors Terry David Bateman and Bradley Ellen Rowland arrested on charges of manufacturing methamphetamine and using drug paraphernalia. It wasn't clear if they remained in jail over the weekend. A jail official said he couldn't give out that information. A spokesperson for the Arkadelphia, Arkansas-based school, Henderson State University, said that Bateman and Rowland have been on administrative leave since October 11th and says that three days earlier, police investigated a report of a chemical odor in the campus service center. And the spokesperson said the building was reopened October 29th after a company filtered the air. But these two college chemistry professors now arrested on charges of making meth there at Henderson State. I think they're the readies. And these two guys ready to go to jail there in the state of Arkansas, chemistry professors. Hey, I guess they maybe were doing a little bit extra research there into methamphetamine. And in this case, it came back to, to get them. How about a story coming from the Mountain State as a hunter in West Virginia was determined to take down this gigantic buck. It's deer hunting time in West Virginia. And after tracking this monster buck, For six years, count them up, six years, this hunter in West Virginia finally has taken down a buck. And get this, this buck, a 17-point buck in West Virginia. If you want to have a deer up on the wall, a 17-point buck is certainly a conversation maker, is it not? And in this case, this hunter in West Virginia had one heck of a day at the office out there tracking this deer for six years. Congratulations to David Miller of Boone County and West Virginia again for landing the 17 point buck. And you know how he did it? He didn't do it with a big old gun. No, he did it with a arrow. Congratulations. Now, that's old school hunting, a bow hunter there in the woods of West Virginia with a 17 point deer in his, I guess, arsenal of deer heads he can include now a 17 point buck now that's hard to you might want to just go ahead and retire from the sport after pulling off that kind of deal what a incredible photo coming out of west virginia with this 17 pointer now more wildlife news this is a little bit more good on the good side more heartwarming here and this comes to us from valdosta georgia as officials say a bald eagle is now recovering after a motorist in south georgia spotted the injured bird in a roadside ditch and called authorities for help and in valdosta lowndes county officials dispatched an animal control officer and a licensed animal trapper to the scene where this bald eagle was found along Highway 376 right at the Florida line. And they watched over this eagle until a Georgia Natural Resources officer arrived to take it to a vet. And that's where it appears the motorist was doing his civic duty, reporting the injured eagle to authorities. The eagle was taken to the Raptor Center at Auburn University and had rehabilitation 
and bald eagles are actually no longer a federally endangered species. They are listed as a state threat in the state of Georgia, but this lucky bald eagle saved after this driver near Valdosta saw it injured in a ditch. And I may have told you before, you may not have heard this though. I was driving recently and I, I actually thought this was somebody's artwork out in their yard. I saw this beautiful eagle, this bald eagle about 10 feet off the road. And I'd never seen what I appeared at first to be this incredible, almost realistic piece of artwork, like wooden carving of a bald eagle. And then as I got a little closer going down the road, the darn thing moved. And it was a real bald eagle just sitting right there on the side of the road. And I'd never seen one that up and close, at least right by a road. I'd only seen them in flight in the air or up and on, maybe on a tree limb, but not sitting in a yard. This was in somebody's yard. Maybe there was some kind of dead animal. This eagle was getting ready to have lunch or something, but it was a beautiful creature. And what a beautiful bird that we've got as our national animal. And I'm glad to know there's a lucky eagle in South Georgia now, thanks to the great work of a motorist there. Now to the Tigers of Texas Southern University, the women's team for Texas Southern. That's the college out of Houston, Texas. They had a little road game in Oregon. They played the number one women's team in college basketball, the Oregon Ducks. And the Texas Southern players go all the way to Oregon, and they realize before the game on Saturday, as they hope to upset the number one team in the country, that they had a little bit of a problem. And that problem was that their uniforms were gone. The uniforms stolen from the Texas Southern women's basketball team, and they couldn't necessarily suit up easily because they didn't have anything to suit up in. So the team, it looks like, went in and got practice jerseys. And some of them had to kind of dock to the practice jerseys with using, I guess, some type of tape to make some numbers on those practice jerseys. And they ended up losing the game to the number one team in the country. But the good news for Texas Southern, they're going to have new uniforms shipped to them before their next game. And they will maybe have a little bit better luck. They, They ended up losing the game to the Ducks but it was still a valiant effort by the historically black college there from Houston, Texas Southern. And that's Michael Strahan's alma mater, in case you're wondering. They lost, but yeah, they had to go out there in sort of a practice jersey to play in this game. And who would steal, who in their right mind would steal the uniforms from a women or men's basketball team? But that's what happened. And the Tigers, they, they lost by a considerable amount, but a great effort there. Now to more campus news for you here on this Monday edition. At the University of Virginia, they recently made a decision to stop having a 21-gun salute for Veterans Day, and they caught a lot of grief. Now UVA President Jim Ryan has reversed that decision to stop the 21-gun salute going forward. As he said in a Facebook post, sometimes you make mistakes as this salute on Veterans Day has been part of an ROTC ceremony for at least a decade, and it normally occurs at the end of the cadets there, 24-hour vigil on Veterans Day. As university officials had said, the decision to nix the salute was made to avoid disrupting classes. Ryan, the president, also cited concerns about national gun violence and firing weapons on campus. A lot of people coming to the great praise of the president for reinstating this 21-gun Veterans Day salute on the campus 
of the Virginia Cavaliers. All right, so back to normal there. Oftentimes when these decisions are made, they're like, well, we made a decision. You're just going to have to live with it. Way to go, UVA. Good job there. Now, how about some music news for you? As Billboard has just come out with their list of songs for this decade. We're only now six weeks away, maybe, from the end of the decade. And will it be in the 20s? Well, how about the songs of the decade? And Billboard's come up with their list of songs. And do you know the song that is the song of this decade? It's the Mark Ronson and also, he had some great help on this one from Bruno Mars, Uptown Funk, as this song dominated the charts for 14 weeks back in 2015. And it is your song of the decade from the this, this decade here, the 20, I guess, 2010 to 2019. And this is coming to us from Billboard, in case you're wondering. Now, what are the other songs of the decade in Billboard's world? Songs that you just can't get enough of here. Well, in addition to this song, Uptown Funk, which, by the way, does have a Southern connection, as Memphis was one of several cities this Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars song was recorded in, also recorded partially in London, as well as Los Angeles and a couple of more cities. Big song. I do want to point out, when I first heard it, someone said, oh, yeah, this is the first number one hit Memphis has had since 1970-something. Well, guess what? Yeah, Memphis, you had a portion of the recording of Uptown Funk, but this song were recorded in a bunch of towns and then put out on the Columbia Sony label and a huge hit back in the 2015 time period. And it was a disco club, big time song there. Again, from a guy, I think, that was a DJ over in England in Ronson and teaming up with Bruno Mars made this song really, really huge. Other songs in the Billboard Hot 100 top songs of the decade. We've got the top 10 as you have Ronson and Mars's Uptown Funk as the number one song. And then you have LMFAO featuring Lauren Bennett and Good Rock with Party Rock Anthem. Ed Shireen's Shape of You. Closer from the Chainsmokers featuring Halsey. None of these are country music songs, by the way. Girls Like You from Maroon 5 featuring Cardi B. We Found Love from Rihanna featuring Calvin Harris. Old Town Road, that was out this past summer from Lil Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. And then you had Got Ya featuring Cumbra, Something That I Used to Know, or Somebody That I Used to Know is the name of that song, rather. And Despacio, Louis Fonzi, and Daddy Yankee featuring Justin Bieber. Again, probably butching a few of these. And then Adele's Rolling in the Deep. Those are your top 10 of the of the decade from Billboard. Congratulations to all. Now, more stories coming in from the Southland. Hey, here's a new pri- proposition, if you want to call it that, going on on the hills of Nashville, where you have the state capitol there. And there is a new law being proposed to legislators in Tennessee's state government. And do you know what this law is actually something that it seems like a no-brainer. It seems like who would go against this law, but I can't believe it's even not really already on the books. It looks like the Volunteer State, the nickname of Tennessee, it's never been officially recognized as the official nickname of the state of Tennessee. And so now two lawmakers from Knoxville, State Representative Jason Zachary and State Senator Becky Massey are pushing this resolution to make the Volunteer State 
Tennessee's official moniker. According to these lawmakers, while Tennessee has been referred to as the volunteer state since as early as 1812, the name is not currently recognized by state law. And so both Zachary and Massey from East Tennessee say the law would honor the past of Tennessee and inspire future generations to answer the call to serve. So perhaps it will be officially the volunteer state in Tennessee if this becomes law. So if Tennessee is the volunteer state, how does it get that name? Well, I'll tell you what our research staff here has dug up on the state of Tennessee as the nickname some claim was earned during the War of 1812 because of the prominent role played by the volunteer soldiers from Tennessee, especially during the famous Battle of New Orleans with Colonel, I think he was a colonel at that time, Colonel Andrew Jackson, who would ultimately become a general, of course, and a president and a Tennessean via South Carolina, of course. And some people say that according to the Columbia Encyclopedia, the volunteer state name refers to volunteers for the Mexican-American War, as this explanation is a little bit more likely because President Polk, a Columbia, Tennessee resident, by the way, at the time of the war with Mexico there in the 1840s, President Polk, his call for 2,600 nationwide volunteers at the beginning of the war, resulted in 30,000 volunteers from Tennessee alone. And that's largely in response to the death of Davy Crockett and appeals by former Tennessee governor and then Texas politician Sam Houston. So Tennessee, huge, or as I should say in Trump world, huge in their support of the establishment of the Texas Republic, which would ultimately become a state. But that's how the Tennessee nickname of volunteers first started coming about long before there was a little football team out of Knoxville also called the Volunteers. Now, while I have a second, I want to tell you about the other nicknames of Tennessee. And this is a great segue. In fact, in the next segment, we're going to have some business news. But at the end of the hour, we'll have hashtag hullabaloo. And I'll tell you about other nicknames of some of our other southern states. We may know the states that have the common nickname, like Texas, is known as the Lone Star State. Duh. Alabama's the Heart of Dixie. Duh. But each one of these southern states have other nicknames for those states that you might not be familiar with. And I'll share with you some of those in hashtag hullabaloo coming up. But as a little tease, other nicknames for Tennessee. And again, none of these are official. They're hoping to maybe make Volunteer State official. So in addition to Volunteer State for the state of Tennessee, did you know that the Tennessee state of Tennessee has other nicknames? They could also be official if the guys in Nashville, guys and gals, would vote these in the law. Other nicknames include the Big Bend State, and that's in reference to the Tennessee River, which bends its way from east to middle to west, okay? I love this nickname, the Butternut State for the state of Tennessee. And this refers to the tan color of the uniforms worn by Tennessee soldiers fighting for the Confederacy in the Civil War. And that butternut color is also what's used on the Tennessee Highway Patrol cars. Some might say those are the ugliest colored cars going, but they lend themselves to the Civil War and the fact that Tennessee was the butternut state. Yeah, right there in Tennessee. Also, the Hog and Hominy State, another nickname for Tennessee, the mother of Southwestern statesmen, 
I guess Sam Houston would be an example of that. And then, of course, Volunteer State, which it's on the license plate. It's used all over the place. It's in the name of the Tennessee Vols, but it's not official. And that might get changed pretty soon. Again, we'll try to share with you a couple of other great Southern states, other nicknames, and our hashtag Hullabaloo coming up real soon. So stay with us. This is y'all. That's a real fun, quick look at headlines and more. And when we come back, we've got some business news to share with you. All that ahead on the Y'all Show. Stay with us. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (gasps) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table... Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. (sighs) For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Message and data rates may apply. TNC and primacy terms can be found at bevel.com slash terms. Please don't text and drive. Have you wanted to speak a new language, but you thought it'd be too hard or take too much time? Then try Babbel for free by texting WORLD to 64000. In just 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. And right now, you can try Babbel for free. Babbel starts out teaching you words and phrases by matching them with pictures. You won't believe how easy the interactive program is. Soon the sentences get a little bigger, and before you know it, you're having simulated conversations voiced by native speakers. And because Babbel is crafted by language experts and uses the spaced repetition method, in just 10 to 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking the language of your choice with real confidence. With Babbel, you can speak a language. Just text WORLD to 64000 and start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Download the Babbel app or text WORLD to 64000 and try it for free. Text W-O-R-L-D to 64000. From ooh to aww. Whatever reaction you're looking for this holiday, spread more joy with holiday cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And now you can get up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at Vistaprint.com. Discover cards in the latest trends or fill a calendar with your favorite photos. So make more merry at Vistaprint.com with up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus great deals on photo gifts. Just enter code HOLIDAY50 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com. Code HOLIDAY50. Back into the Y'all Show as we discuss all things Southern, and that includes news, as we just had in the previous segment. It also includes business news, and that's what we're going to talk about for just a second here on this getting to week started edition of the All Southern Show. Hey, have you heard of Five Below? Have you shopped at a Five Below store? Well, for more than 17 years, this store, which started out in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, has now expanded to, I think, over 800 stores in most of the states, including just about all over the South. Well, if you go in there soon, you might see some items selling for more than $5. And again, a store called Five Below, as Five Below has announced the tech products that they have will start selling for more than $5. And also a handful of the toys and games will range from 6 to $10. Five Below is calling these items 10 Below Tech and 10 Below Gift Shop. 
And despite the recent development, the company Five Below will not be changing their trademark name, Five Below. <laughs> but now 10 below. And something tells me one that that number might get pushed up even more. But that story there for a lot of you who like to go to that store, which I had no idea. They kind of intentionally with the marketing, they target youngsters, not the old fogies, but the youngsters of the South there at five below. The governor of Florida is proposing changes to the teacher bonus program in the state as Governor Ron DeSantis wants to restructure the state teacher bonus program and include bigger bonuses in schools with lower income students. As the governor announced on Thursday that he announced this at Vero Beach School, saying he's proposing $300 million in bonuses for teachers and principals. The three-tier system would provide the largest bonuses for the state's best-performing schools and lower bonuses for schools that improve their performances based on the state of Florida's A through F grading system. So if you're involved in education in the Sunshine State, some changes appear to be coming your way as the governor is at least proposing changes to the bonus program and other steps to improve the education of the state of Florida. The world's largest gaming convention is now taking over Atlanta. So if you've been there over the weekend, you might actually still see some of it going on. This convention of computer festivals of the world coming into Atlanta starting on Saturday as they took over the Georgia World Congress Center with over 35,000 gamers going into Atlanta to test their skills against other gamers. It has everything from Super Smash Brothers to rock, paper, scissors competitions going on at the Georgia World Congress Center as thousands and thousands of people from all over the world in Atlanta for this gigantic convention as DreamHack is celebrating the 25th anniversary on December 6th. And that's what is the name of this thing going on in Atlanta right now, celebrating the 25 years of DreamHack. The very first DreamHack took place in the north of Sweden with 20 people coming. And now in Atlanta, you'll have 35,000 gamers coming in to participate in this event at the Georgia World Congress Center for several days here. So all of you geeks, if and I mean that in a, in a positive way, you ought to feel right at home there in the ATL. More geek news. This coming from Austin, Texas. It has to do with Apple. And on Wednesday, President Donald Trump will be heading to Austin to tour Apple's Austin facility. As sure enough, the president's going to come in as the tech giant has manufactured its Mac Pro computers at Austin at the assembly plant there since 2013. And President Trump will tour the facility with Apple CEO Tim Cook, Auburn University alum, as part of an effort to showcase a company that has kept jobs in the United States. So President Trump in Austin in the state capitol, and he'll have Apple on his mind when he tours Apple's Austin facility, home of MacBook Pros, on Wednesday. Pretty good job there, Apple, Tim Cook, and more for having the president drop by and pay you a visit and make those MacBook Pros that yours truly uses each and every day and love it. And some of you may love your Apple MacBook Pros too. When we come back, we're going to switch after the break to hashtag Blue. We'll go on to social media and we'll dig up some of the goofiest and most fun things out there and just talk about them right here with you. So stay tuned. The Y'all Show is coming right back.
Well, look who's home. How was your day, hon? Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting. Lay down on me and we'll talk about it. Oh, Purple Mattress, you know how to support me. Hey, I'm just a mattress doing my job. You're more than that. You're a Purple Mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your Purple Grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic, hyper-elastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through. If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do have up to 100 days to return me for a full refund. And give up the best night's sleep I've had since I learned to walk? No way. You're the only one I want to come home to. Purple Mattress. You too can come home to a Purple Mattress by texting OFFER to 84888. Take advantage of our best Black Friday sale ever and save up to $400 when you buy a mattress and premium sleep bundle by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. See purple.com for terms and conditions. Message and data rates may apply. TNC and privacy terms can be found at babbel.com slash terms. Please don't text and drive. Have you wanted to speak a new language, but you thought it'd be too hard or take too much time? Then try Babbel for free by texting WORLD to 64000. In just 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. And right now, you can try Babbel for free. Babbel starts out teaching you words and phrases by matching them with pictures. You won't believe how easy the interactive program is. Soon the sentences get a little bigger, and before you know it, you're having simulated conversations voiced by native speakers. And because Babbel is crafted by language experts and uses the spaced repetition method, in just 10 to 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking the language of your choice with real confidence. With Babbel, you can speak a language. Just text WORLD to 64000 and start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Download the Babbel app or text WORLD to 64000 and try it for free. Text W-O-R-L-D to 64000. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest trail. I want to be a rocking chair on a sunny porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a. 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 When I grow up. I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. got a few minutes left here in hour one of today's y'all show and it's the perfect time to squeeze in a few of these hashtag hullabaloo interactions for you as we get a whole new week of the y'all show going with you i'm john raw thank you for coming on hey at the start of hour two we'll take a quick look at the weekend in sports from both the college news and the nfl scores plus we'll give you who won the nascar championship on sunday from homestead We'll have all of that headed your way at the top of Hour 2, and then we'll have Jerry Short. We actually are going to be with Jerry Short all of Hour 2, 
and Jerry's going to have a lot of good information to pass along about some of the fun stuff he's seen and what he's heard. And all that is coming up on our Tales from Takapola report from Jerry Short in hour two. But we start off now with the hullabaloo on our mind. And our first tweet is found via Christine Fruba. That's at Christine underscore fr. U-E-B-A, a journalist, writer, raconteur, Military Times, Uptown Messenger, a defender of the Oxford comma, nonpartisan dabbler enjoying life, hashtag roll wave, that's the two-lane green wave, by the way, hashtag Hoya, as in Georgetown, hashtag who dat, as in the New Orleans Saints. And the Saints got back to business on Sunday, FYI, after losing in head-scratching form to the Atlanta Falcons in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. They went on the road Sunday to Tampa and got a nice win over the Bucks. More on that in hour two. But Christine's tweet this week caught our eye here on the Y'all Show. Be a good neighbor. I just made the stray kittens a shelter in my shed with a heat lamp and soups on the stove for the elderly. Hashtag Southern, hashtag New Orleans, hashtag be a New Orleanian, be a New Orleanian, okay? And what this is in reference to was the city of New Orleans. Remember, it was so cold last week. And in the city of New Orleans, the official Twitter feed at City of NOLA put out a tweet saying, it's going to be or feel as low as the mid-20s. Stay inside or wear layers, a hat and gloves if outside. Check on neighbors, bring pets and plants inside. Never leave space heaters unattended. Never use a stove or an oven for heat. And check smoke and carbon monoxide detectors. That coming from the city of New Orleans on Twitter. And Christine sharing all this, wanting to be a good neighbor. So we appreciate that, Christine. And this uh, this just does not apply to New Orleans, although she said she wants to be a New Orleanian and be sort of a good Southerner at the same time for letting you know this. But it doesn't matter if you live in New Orleans or New Albany, make sure to follow these guidelines, and that is check on your neighbors. There's some people out there that really need you to check on them. They may be a little bit too old or a little bit too shy to tell you this, but Check on them, okay? Know your neighbors. Also, bring those pets and plants inside. Very important. Very important for you to bring them both, not just one or the other, okay? And some of you treat your plants like pets, and I doubt you would be leaving them in the elements anyway. The other thing to keep in mind is never leave space heaters unattended. You're going to have space heaters. That's great. That's important. But don't leave them without cutting them off or maybe taking it back to your car if you're out tailgating somewhere. Do that. Do that, please, okay? we got to get through this cold spell together. Up next is a tweet from Rachel McKenzie, 34, entrepreneur in Orange Groves, trucking company, also winemaker, Bravo Tea, and a cast member of SC NOLA. That's Southern Charm, New Orleans. This is a real star we're talking about, Rachel McKenzie, and she writes on Twitter this week, this star of Southern Charm, New Orleans. And that's, I think, on the Bravo Network. You can go and learn a lot more about this show. And we've got a cast member of this, Rachel McKenzie, who's on here talking. And let's go to this via 
Rachel McKenzie 34 on Instagram. So she's got her own Instagram feed that's burning it up on Instagram. And she says on her Instagram feed, I can and I will watch me. And she's got big sunglasses on. And so she's no, no stranger to getting out there and promoting her show, promoting her. She put it right there in her profile. Watch me. And you can do just that by tuning in Southern Charm New Orleans. Now, this is, again, sort of a derivative of what Southern Charm's already doing in places like Charleston and Savannah. And now they found their way to the Big Easy with this. And that's pretty a pretty darn good thing. Now, more New Orleans news as the longtime wife of the greatest saint, and that would be Tom Benson, Gail Benson, a favorite saint who invested $50 million in Gulf South startups with a new venture fund. Yes, she is doing that right now, keeping her husband's memory alive. Gail Benson investing, again, five zero. $50 million in Gulf South startups and a new venture fund. A touchdown for economic growth and small business owners in our region. The words from the New Orleans Business Alliance. So sad that her husband passed away, but incredible news for business people in the Big Easy and surrounding areas that the wife of the Saints owner, and I guess she's now majority owner with her husband Tom's passing, Gail Benson investing $50 million and Gulf South Startups. So you too can benefit from this. You can go on to the websites there for her to find out. And this, again, from the New Orleans Business Alliance, how you too can help out. And let's go make some good entrepreneurs, thanks to the graciousness of the Benson family and all of them. I've seen not only her involvement as she's the widow, Gail that is, but her children, even her grandchildren, I think, are coming forward to help out the business alliance of the Big Easy. And that's what it takes sometimes. Those kind of special connections are all that's needed for you to, if, as a startup, as a, an entrepreneur, just need that one lucky break and maybe the Benson's definite help on making money happen or be available is going to go a long way to those in the Big Easy from a business standpoint. And that will wrap up some of the hashtag hullabaloo fun that we've got here on this start of the week edition of the Y'all Show. When we come back in hour two, we have a look back at the weekend in sports and Jerry Short all headed your way in today's Y'all Show. Don't miss out on the fun. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. 
Well, look who's home. How was your day, hon? Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting. Lay down on me and we'll talk about it. Oh, Purple Mattress, you know how to support me. Hey, I'm just a mattress doing my job. You're more than that. You're a Purple Mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your Purple Grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic, hyper-elastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through. If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do have up to 100 days to return me for a full refund. And give up the best night's sleep I've had since I learned to walk? No way. You're the only one I want to come home to. Purple Mattress. You two can come home to a Purple Mattress by texting OFFER to 84888. Take advantage of our best Black Friday sale ever and save up to $400 when you buy a mattress and premium sleep bundle by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. See purple.com for terms and conditions. From ooh to aww, whatever reaction you're looking for this holiday, spread more joy with holiday cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And now you can get up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at Vistaprint.com. Discover cards in the latest trends or fill a calendar with your favorite photos. So make more merry at Vistaprint.com with up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars, plus great deals on photo gifts. Just enter code HOLIDAY50 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, code HOLIDAY50. Hey y'all, Jeff Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up, because there's a lot more to say. And I should know, because my grandfather was a firefighter. And one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires. Which means, always BYOB. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are, you might be starting a wildfire. So, for the love of the outdoors, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Back into the Y'all Show on this 18th day of November. I'm John Raw. We're just another week and a half away from Thanksgiving 2019. And we have, as we start this second hour of today's Y'all Show, our Takapola storyteller is here with us. And he's going to be sitting in for this second hour. Jerry Short joining us. Hello, Jerry. Hey, John. How's it going? Glad to see you. Good to see you, sir. Always a pleasure to be Joined up with you, we're going to talk a little football. We're going to talk a little Takapola storytelling with you. Hey, all that sounds like uh, top of the line. Yeah, top of the line indeed. 803-816-1170 is our telephone number if you'd like to reach out and connect with us here on the show All About the South. We also have y'all.com, Y-A-L-L.com, Twitter, Instagram, at Y'all Show. We begin this second hour looking back at the weekend in sports, and probably the biggest story coming from the weekend in sports was the injury to Alabama Crimson Tide quarterback Tua Tagviola as he had he's going to undergo hip surgery here on this Monday. And Jerry, I don't know if you saw that injury as he was hurt during Alabama's game at Mississippi State on Saturday. No, but I've heard a lot of talk about it, and I think it's real serious. Yeah, you told me that 
Some people have said this is very similar to what happened to Bo Jackson. Yeah, I heard on uh, national news, not sports news, that it was the same type of injury that Bo Jackson had and uh, could be a career-ending injury, unfortunately. Yeah, he's going to have hip surgery on this day after being evaluated in Houston, and that happened, I think, on Sunday. He dislocated his hip in that 38-7 victory over Mississippi State in Starkville on Saturday, ending his season as he has a posterior wall fracture is what it's called. I believe is what you said. I think they helicoptered him uh, to Birmingham immediately, which I guess Birmingham closer than any other big city to Starkville. And what is that, St. Vincent, Vincent's It's not UAB? Hospital. No, he didn't go to UAB. Really? I think he went to Vince. They're in the Birmingham area, uh-huh. which is probably via helicopter about a 45-minute ride. That's all. It's as close as any big city to mm-hmm. Starkville. Yeah. And, of course, closer to his family and more. But, yeah, he was injured just, uh, injured just before halftime in that game as two MSU defenders were rolling into it when he was rolling to his left on the third down play, and he ended up getting hurt and carted off the field. And, again, as you said, immediately Eric lifted to Birmingham for CAT scans and MRIs. Alabama goes on and wins that game. We'll have – more information as it becomes available on Tua Tagovailoa of the Alabama Crimson Tide, but an unfortunate injury there for him. And I know a lot of Alabama fans have been cheering for him as he's undergone other injuries here this year that sidelined him for a little while. And now he came back. Of course, that LSU game. I don't think he was at a hundred percent. Did you think he was at a hundred percent? No, I don't think so. And uh, I think they played him a little too much, a little too long. I understand that uh, series he got hurt on was going to be the last series. Is that right? Yeah. They just were going to use him for a hurry-up offense. Okay. And that's what uh, Saban had planned. And, you know, those things, are, you fall back to everybody has them, it seems like, sometimes to their star player at the end of their career, like Archie Manning had that when he was mm-hmm. had a broken arm at the, next to the last game. Yeah. We know that in – the sport of football injuries are commonplace. You don't like to see them happen to anybody, but especially a highly marketed player as Tagvola is a guy some would consider a Heisman front runner at the beginning of the season. And unfortunately for him, it looks like not only is he done this year, but it's going to be a long time healing. And we don't know if he's going to have a professional career or not. The Crimson Tide now turns to sophomore QB Mac Jones to lead this program Going forward, the Jacksonville, Florida native is already he got he's got some experience here this year. Of course, with Jalen Hurts transferring out to go to yeah. Oklahoma, he's had even more than what some would have expected. That Hurts transfer really hurts now. It does so, hurt. Yeah, it really hurts them because if they still had him as good as he looked against Baylor, he really looked good against Baylor. Yeah, he did. And what a historic comeback there for OU. Oh, absolutely. In that one. Well, let's tell you about other college football happenings as the rankings came out on Sunday. And we'll tell you about who's at number one. LSU remains in the top spot in the Associated Press poll at number one with 54 first-place votes. Ohio State checks in at number two. Clemson is at three, and Alabama drops. Georgia is now number four in the AP poll as the Crimson Tide and the Georgia Bulldogs switch places this week. Anything you would say to why that might have happened? 
You think the two, well, uh, two, two injury had something to do with that? It probably had, yeah, it had a good bit to do with it. I'm sure they look at them now as not quite the contender that they once was. Also, they won't play in the SEC championship game. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at, you know, that's a game less. When you're thinking LSU probably in Georgia. So, uh, yeah, that's and, probably got a lot to do with it. And Georgia did wrap up the SEC East berth that's this right. past weekend. And so, yeah, there's, I guess, still a very, very small chance Alabama could be playing them in the SEC championship. That would take LSU losing twice. And they've got pretty easy games with Arkansas and Texas A&M, at least for LSU's sake, coming up here on the calendar. But there are three teams left in the country undefeated. Those three teams find themselves at one, two, and three in the associated top 25 AP, top 25 LSU, Ohio State at two, Clemson at three. And two of those teams have 10 and 0 marks. Clemson is 11 and 0. They don't have a game there in Clemson SC. They rest up before going to Columbia and having the Battle of the Palmetto State against the Gamecocks here next weekend. And looking back at the top 25, Alabama is at five. Other teams from the South, Oklahoma, they moved up two spots in the poll with their big road win in Baylor at Baylor as OU is at eight. The Florida Gators moved up to number 10 in the latest AEP poll. Baylor dropped just one spot in the poll. Remember, they were 12 going into that game there at McLean Stadium. And Baylor now losing their first game of the year, find themselves at 13 in the Associated Press poll. Auburn dropped a couple of spots after they lost the Deep South's oldest rivalry game with Georgia. And Auburn is at 16 in the latest poll. The Memphis Tigers are finding themselves in the same spot as last week. They're number 18. Also in the top 25, SMU drops a spot, even though they have still only that one loss to Memphis, as the Ponies are 9-1 and one in the AP Top 25. Oklahoma State moved up a couple of spots. They're at 22. Appalachian State's also in the polls, still at number 23. Well, the first time they've been back in it after they lost to Georgia Southern, but App State with a big road win at Georgia State this past weekend, and the Mountaineers at 23. Texas A&M, big win at Kyle Field against the Gamecocks. They are at number 24. And Virginia Tech is at 25 in the latest AP poll after they were not ranked last week. So that's what's going on in the Associated Press Top 25. Of course, your college football play playoff rankings coming momentarily, but that's where we find the AP Top 25. Now to the professional sports. Jerry, your favorite subject. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's go back to 58 and <laughs> and the Giants playing uh, the, the Baltimore Colts. Colts yeah. yeah. I've seen that with you, and uh, that seemed pretty boring. I'm sorry. Boring. No, That's I, one of the I, best I, games I'm just, I ever saw. I'm just saying that to, mm. to, to, to get you. Just get watching you. them play on ice and uh, at cold weather to polo grounds is worth it. Yeah. Hey, some of Sunday's action, the New England Patriots had a close game with the Eagles, but they ended up emerging victorious there in Philly 17-10. to 10. The Oakland Raiders got another win as the Cincinnati Bengals now have gone to 0 and 10 on the season as the Raiders won 17 to 10 there in Oakland. The Niners stayed pretty perfect. They've got one loss on the season, but they were able to defeat Arizona 36 to 26 on Sunday. The Baltimore Ravens won 41 7, convincing win over a pretty good Houston Texans team. Man, the Atlanta Falcons are coming back to life playing NFC South teams. The Falcons went to Charlotte and just walloped the Carolina Panthers 29-3. The Falcons now 3-7 and on the year. The Redskins' woes continue. They lose at home to the New York Jets 
34-17, rough day for the nation's capital. The New Orleans Saints got a road win in Tampa against the Bucks, 34-17. New Orleans now 8-2 and on the season. The Vikings in a thrilling win with 24th quarter points. They come back and get the home victory over the Broncos, 27-23. The Buffalo Bills defeated the Dolphins, 37-20. The Colts over the Jags, 33-13. And the nation's team, the Dallas Cowboys, 35-27 on the road at Detroit. And the boys now 6-3 and on the season. And then you had a late game with the L.A. Rams and the Bears. But that's the latest from the National Football League. Now to the sport of NASCAR, the entertainment sport of NASCAR. Kyle Busch captured his second NASCAR Cup title at Homestead Raceway as he won for the second time. He won a couple of years ago, I think it was 2015, that he won his last NASCAR title and really made a fool of himself, kind of destroying some property there at Homestead. Well, this time he was a little bit more subdued and had his celebratory lap, but got the win there for Joe Gibbs Racing. Kyle Busch is your winner of the cup title there in NASCAR and his second victory. He is a Las Vegas native, and he comes south and does pretty well in the sport of NASCAR. And finally, hey, I don't know how much of a Roberto Clemente fan you might have been as a youngster, but he was a darn good baseball player for the Pittsburgh Pirates. He had a friend that... uh Had one of his cards I wish I had today. (laughs) Well, his widow passed away on Saturday. Vera Clemente, the widow of Roberto Clemente, Hall of Fame baseball player, died at age 78. She was hospitalized in the Clemente's native Puerto Rico earlier this month. Now, of course, she was his widow, Roberto Clemente. It was in 1972 that he died in a plane crash, helping out others in his native Puerto Rico. So this Miss Clemente, I assume, has been a widow a long She's time. She's been as long as my grandmother was almost. Yeah, but her, her life comes to an end, unfortunately. But uh seems like a classy lady there as Major League Baseball annually has the Roberto Clemente Award. And, again, Vera, the wife of Roberto, passing away at 78. And that is a quick wrap-up of what happened in sports over the weekend here on The Y'all Show. After the timeout, stay where you are. We'll come right back with Jerry Short. We'll find out what's going on in Takapola and surrounding areas. And we'll even ride down memory lane with Jerry about something kind of that he ought to know about. And that would be his family. Lots of stuff. <laughs> Lots of stuff. <laughs> Lots not, of stuff. You're not going to believe some. I'm not going to try to tell. Well, there's at least a couple of involving your father that I want to dig oh, out from you here. I'll try to As we were in Takapola. His father, quite a character. And he worked in law enforcement, too. So we'll, That was like a part-time fun job. Yeah, well, fun job, yeah. I'm sure he had a lot of fun. He did. We'll, we'll talk about all that after the break. Stay with us here on The Y'all Show. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. 
Message and data rates may apply. TNC and privacy terms can be found at babble.com slash terms. Please don't text and drive. Have you wanted to speak a new language, but you thought it'd be too hard or take too much time? Then try Babbel for free by texting WORLD to 64000. In just 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. And right now, you can try Babbel for free. Babbel starts out teaching you words and phrases by matching them with pictures. You won't believe how easy the interactive program is. Soon the sentences get a little bigger, and before you know it, you're having simulated conversations voiced by native speakers. And because Babbel is crafted by language experts and uses the spaced repetition method, in just 10 to 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking the language of your choice with real confidence. With Babbel, you can speak a language. Just text WORLD to 64000 and start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Download the Babbel app or text WORLD to 64000 and try it for free. Text W-O-R-L-D to 64000. From ooh to aww. Whatever reaction you're looking for this holiday, spread more joy with holiday cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And now you can get up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at Vistaprint.com. Discover cards in the latest trends or fill a calendar with your favorite photos. So make more merry at Vistaprint.com with up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus great deals on photo gifts. Just enter code HOLIDAY50 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com. Code HOLIDAY50. Back on the Y'all Show as we are with Jerry Short, the teller of tales from Takapola. And great to be back with him as we are broadcasting all over the South on great radio stations. Jerry, I just spent the last couple of days in beautiful Chattanooga, Tennessee. All right. And had a, pretty good. had a pretty good time. Had some good food, good fellowship, somewhat good football. I want to get into that. But it was a, a great little trip to a special place that I've been through many times. But oftentimes, I didn't really anchor down and stay there and, and enjoy the sights and scenes. I just kind of was passing through. But this past weekend, I went to Chattanooga and spent at least 24 hours there. You didn't go to Rock City or Ruby Falls. It used to be on every barn roof. No, but I saw it up there on Lookout Mountain. Oh, you did? Okay. And I've not really taken the full tour of Rock City. I've I've been up atop the mountain there. But I've not really taken the tour, which I don't know how much that costs. Uh, after the, I've taken it, but it was in uh, the 60s. Okay. So Ruby Falls is a disappointment. You go down into Ruby Falls. Well, that and, was in the 60s. Now, things yeah. might have changed. Well, they'd have to have more water coming down the falls. Uh, I don't know where they would get it, but it was maybe it was pretty good. I guess, you know, for, I, I'd, I'd already been a lot of places, so. And it might have been a little bit anticlimactic to me at that time. But, but Ruby Falls than, is up on Lookout Mountain? Yeah. Well, how, how are they going to have falls atop of a mountain? Well, it, you know how it is. You see falls coming off of uh, uh, the Rockies or okay. anywhere else or Niagara Falls or somewhere mm-hmm. like that. <clears throat> but the uh, thing that I remember about it is going down and it wasn't that much water in the pool of water uh, at the, after we got down at the bottom. 
it really wasn't that big. It was about like uh, digging a few wells for some of our uh, tenant houses at Tacopola. Oh, okay. You know, it was about that much water that was coming down. Uh-huh. And it ran down a little bit, and it bounced a little bit. And I don't know how, how far, I maybe 500 feet, maybe taller than that, probably some I couldn't see. But once you're down there, it's, uh, you know, I'm sure things have changed somewhat. Hopefully, anyway. Well, might have, but I don't think too much has changed with Lookout Mountain. <laughs> no, Lookout Mountain, just a lot of rocks uh, piled on top of each other to make a castle or a house or a, some maybe Confederate uh, hideout during the war Yeah, of Northern Aggression, excuse me. Well, that was one of the things I was hoping to actually take in with a little extra time because, of course, Lookout Mountain in the Civil War was a, the scene of a giant battle Absolutely. right there at Chattanooga. It's such a strategic Down place. In, in the Good. Yeah. And I was hoping to maybe go to the Chickamauga Battlefield mm-hmm. and see that. And, of course, some of that battlefield, I think, is part of the Lookout Mountain area. It is. You can see. It, they uh, promoted that you can see seven states yeah. from Lookout Mountain. So that's well, looking off. A pretty good distance. Right. Well, I actually got a pretty good dose of info on Rock City and Lookout Mountain not long ago. As in March, I was in Daytona Beach, Florida, attending the Southeast Tourism Society's annual convention. And I was a part of that because I'm a member of the Southeast Tourism Mm -hmm. Society, again, after letting my membership lapse for a few years. But the CEO of Sea Rock City, Bill Chapin, was actually awarded the Southeast Tourism Society's highest award. And I got the chance to talk to him and his wife, and and they invited me back up there. I, and I didn't take them up on this latest effort, but Bill Chapin's family has been sort of the owners of that place forever, and it truly is a family business. And they they do a great job. In fact, at the football game I attended over the weekend of the Chattanooga Mocks, the Sea Rock City and Ruby Falls, I think it was Ruby Falls specifically, was one of the sponsors. And I believe maybe the first downs there for the Chattanooga Mox are sponsored by Ruby. That's another Ruby Falls first well, down. Well, they may have added some stuff since. Uh, <laughs> let's see, I saw the Beatles that night in Memphis, and I went on the next day to Rock City. So uh, the Beatles, I guess maybe, I wasn't even a Beatles fan. I was an Elvis fan. But I still went to the Beatle concert in Memphis, and maybe that had a little, made it a little anticlimactic for me. Yeah. Well, Chattanooga's really such a, of course, it was a strategic place even before the settlers got there. Mm-hmm. I guess the American Indians, the Chickasaws, Cherokees, whoever were in that area. I think it was Cherokees. Cherokees. Yeah. That was such a, a key place. And then, of course, the area was part of the early settling of this country and of course the memphis and charleston railroad that was a key hub there in the westward journey of this region and so chattanooga became a huge railroad town right that's why the railroads are still crisscrossing through and uh you know interstate 59 ends there from new orleans to well let's not almost give it actually ends in georgia just out of georgia just across from those seven states, you can see a lot. <laughs> no, you have to really think about it. You think of 59, which goes down to New Orleans and crosses through Alabama yeah. with Tuscaloosa and Birmingham. You think it does go to Chattanooga, but technically, yeah, you think the interstate's Interstate 24. And that little northwest corner, I think it is Dade County, Georgia. Dade County, Georgia. Yeah, it's Chickamauga. No, it's, it's Trent. It's, Trent, it's, Trent, it's, it's east of Chickamauga. I mean, west of Chickamauga, Dade County. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, of course, there's a mountain. I guess it would be Lookout Mountain. And 64 comes through there in Tennessee. Yeah. 
And if you look at a map, I was looking at it the other day, to drive from Trenton, Georgia, the, the county seat mm-hmm. of Day County, to the county and area just to the due east of that. Right. You really can't go due east. Right. To, let's say, I guess it would be Ringgold and over to Dalton, Georgia. You actually have to yeah. go down or up. A, a, it's down. It's across from Cherokee. Yeah. yeah. I mean, truly, Dade County, which is in the most northwestern county in Georgia, mm-hmm. is an island. It truly mm-hmm. is completely cut off in many ways from That's the rest right. of Georgia. In fact, your spell, mental lease is there. And uh, you do have to go around the world to get somewhere. Because <laughs> I did it a lot of times. And, of course, if you're not familiar with Trenton, Georgia, it was fairly popular about 18 years ago when the leaders of Trenton the county, the county seat there decided to incorporate the old Georgia flag as the official city flag of Dang. Trenton, Georgia. So Dang. if you like that old battle flag themed Georgia state flag, you can go to Trenton, Georgia, and it's the official flag of the city of Trenton. To well, my knowledge, it still is. Well, Bird Reynolds liked it and, uh, yeah. Dukes of Hazard liked uh, part of it. So, uh, I guess I like it too. Yeah. Well, a lot of people in Georgia like that State flag. Of Mississippi like that it. flew for about forty, fifty years. I think uh, uh, Purdue kind of pulled a fast one, didn't he? He did. When he Sonny, got us out on, the, he got got rid of that. He, well, they, he lied. He was going to put a little one under the bottom, and then they, no, that was uh, Barnes. Was that Barnes? That was Governor Barnes, okay. and then Purdue won essentially his election in and, Georgia and because he said he, no, he was going to let people vote on it or something. And didn't do it, didn't he? Correct. It he was took something. it straight out. And, and, and if we're wrong on this. Please forgive us because it's been similar tricks done in other states and, and communities. I think he's Secretary of Agriculture now, ain't he? Yes, he is. And so, uh, what does he know about agriculture if he doesn't know about a flag? Well, he is from an uh, agricultural yeah, business or he's something. Peanut farm out but, with the president. But he, car. what was promised was not delivered. Absolutely. There in Georgia. And what's funny is, if you know anything about flags, and I know a lot about flags, you do, of, you're a flag guy. I'm a vexologist is the current Ooh. flag of Georgia is based on the first Confederate flag. Everybody that... They don't know that. Mm, it, it was actually used as a, a justification mm-hmm. for using it. It's yeah, a Confederate I mean, today, flag, but most people don't know what it today, is. Today, people don't understand that. Well, it's not hard. If they did, they would have sandblasters out like they want on well, Stone Mountain. But the point is, they mm-hmm. allowed that first national flag design to become their state flag, and it's still a Confederate flag. But most people don't know it. So if it's not bothering people, then why is why is it a problem? It's look, not I didn't know it, and I thought I knew all kind of stuff. No, nah, you yeah. know how the first Confederate flag had the seven yeah, star yeah, circle. Yeah, yeah. it was based on the original stars and stripes well, flag, and that's why they used it. And then they had to change it because it was getting confused in battles. I knew that with the Confederacy. Yeah, but I didn't know about the Georgia deal. Well, you need to listen to the y'all show, and you learn all well, kinds of stuff. I would Jerry. most often if I wasn't just out trying to work myself. To <laughs> this should be required listening to and enjoyment in every classroom in America, so you can learn so much about the South. And hey, I like flags, and the reason I like flags is they all have history as part of them. They all have a purpose and story. And and don't get me started on some other flags that I see oftentimes that should not even be flying in certain yeah I, I know official I positions. I saw it. I understand. Where it made me so mad. I was driving. It might have been in Chattanooga over the weekend, and you saw three flagpoles and the flag flying between the state flag and the U.S. flag was this 
flag that I just the one you don't care the for. one I don't care for and it's become more and more recognized and it's not it doesn't represent a state no, it doesn't they just represent stick it up they stick it up as an excuse to have a flag all yeah, the time yeah. yeah and so I love our veterans and I love that and there's a purpose for this flag but not 365 days a year absolutely and I only say that because there's other worthy organizations that need if they're going to put a flag up they ought to represent all of your worthy organizations not just this not just one what this one particular one but yeah. that's a story for another day that's right we'll talk about that one other day yes yes maybe on flag day it sounds like a win. but yes i had a good time in chattanooga I had a great meal friday at the city cafe diner i think is what it's called the biggest pieces of cake i've ever seen in my life if you ever have a chance, they have two locations in Chattanooga and another location, which is the one I went to first in Cleveland, Tennessee. Bradley County has a location of this place and it's open 24 hours. It is awesome. They have just about everything you could want on the menu, but I'm not kidding. These pieces of cake and Jerry, I can't let you go there. I don't think you can. I want to get a franchise for here. Yeah. <laughs> they have about 20 cakes on the menu. And they, they they show them off when you walk in. They've got them spinning around. You can, I guess, buy a whole cake. Uh-huh. But these cakes, literally, one piece will, would serve four people easily. And they're about seven or eight bucks. They're, they're not cheap. And it is to die for. I Now, I knew I was there all beside myself. And I knew I couldn't eat a whole cake. And I really wasn't in a position to take it home with me. So I downgraded and went to a ice cream serving and they had chocolate vanilla and strawberry that i could pick from and so i went with the strawberry ice cream with my spaghetti and meatball dinner which included a salad and it was awesome and to their credit i don't often do this jerry i figured they might have it i got my salad with french dressing and a lot of places don't have french dressing no they don't because i used to have to make my own uh, just out of uh (laughs) Ketchup and mayonnaise was my French dressing, maybe a little vinegar. And I know a lot of people like French. That's so redneck. Why would, I, I like honey well, mustard normally, but I knew if they had French, it was going to be good, and yeah. it was. Yeah, that's that's the original, the original dressing. I can remember when that's all we had. Yeah, it just came with the salad automatically. Yeah. Well, if you don't believe me about the City Cafe Diner and the cakes they serve there in the Lookout City, you can go to their Facebook page, and they've got a picture of something they just put up on Sunday. They have a a Facebook post, Tis the Season for Sweet Treats, and you can see what looks like a big, gigantic pumpkin cake available there. It's got all the icing and and all the stuff needed to make that thing incredible. Oh, by the way, speaking of Thanksgiving and City Cafe Diner, Chattanooga, Tennessee, they have their City Cafe Diner menu for Thanksgiving already posted. For $18.45, you get a roast turkey dinner with cornbread, dressing, turkey gravy, and cranberry sauce. And that includes your choice of soups, cream of turkey, chicken noodle, or vegetable soup. And then their side dishes include mashed potatoes, sautéed vegetables, potato salad, glazed sweet potatoes, stream, steamed broccoli, I'm getting tongue-tied here. Boy, looking at all this enough stuff. anyway. Yeah. Fried okra, squash casserole, corn the cob, stewed green beans, rice, mac and cheese, or turnip greens. All wow. at this all place. All on Thanksgiving All on Thanksgiving. I if think, you want, uh, want my, to go to a great meal. You know, you and I have been challenged on some of these holidays. We've been driving all over the place. Chattanooga's not that far. It might be worth the trip. Yeah, my wife's going to be in Salt Lake City Thanksgiving. Uh, sounds like a deal. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 
love our road trips. And again, thank you, Chattanooga, for a great little ex experience for me. And I'm going back there because I go through Chattanooga a lot. I just don't necessarily spend the night there. And I did this past weekend. I had a good time. Hey, we've got more with Jerry Short. When we come back after the break, we're going to, hey, we got Thanksgiving coming up. Family's on our mind. We're going to talk about his daddy. Wow. <laughs> Just, it wasn't when I started in 1916. Yeah, or... <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not going to talk about everything. We don't have enough time. Okay. But, boy, you're not going to believe some of the stories about his father, Frank. And we'll tell you about that. We'll get Frank about Frank when we come back on the Y'all Show. Gotcha. Well, look who's home. How was your day, hon? Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting. Lay down on me and we'll talk about it. Oh, Purple Mattress, you know how to support me. Hey, I'm just a mattress doing my job. You're more than that. You're a Purple Mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your Purple Grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic, hyper-elastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through. If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do have up to 100 days to return me for a full refund. And give up the best night's sleep I've had since I learned to walk? No way. You're the only one I want to come home to. Purple Mattress. You two can come home to a Purple Mattress by texting OFFER to 84888. Take advantage of our best Black Friday sale ever and save up to $400 when you buy a mattress and premium sleep bundle by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. See purple.com for terms and conditions. Message and data rates may apply. TNC and privacy terms can be found at babbel.com slash terms. Please don't text and drive. Have you wanted to speak a new language, but you thought it'd be too hard or take too much time? Then try Babbel for free by texting WORLD to 64000. In just 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. And right now, you can try Babbel for free. Babbel starts out teaching you words and phrases by matching them with pictures. You won't believe how easy the interactive program is. Soon the sentences get a little bigger, and before you know it, you're having simulated conversations voiced by native speakers. And because Babbel is crafted by language experts and uses the spaced repetition method, in just 10 to 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking the language of your choice with real confidence. With Babbel, you can speak a language. Just text WORLD to 64000 and start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Download the Babbel app or text WORLD to 64000 and try it for free. Text W-O-R-L-D to 64000. We've been stationary objects on a spinning planet Getting set in our ways and taking time for granted We best get gone for it's too late Scratch this itch for the interstate Let's bomb voyage on a big adventure For we're rocking in rockers and chewing the dentures We've done lost Elvis and Conway Twitch Don't you think it's time to see Rock City? Yeah, Rock City, yeah. We're back on the Y'all Show. Hey, we were talking about some good Chattanooga knowledge. Had to throw that song in there. That is a great one from the 90s from singer Rick Trevino and See Rock City here on the Y'all Show. And again, thank you to Chattanooga for 
a great weekend. Hey, we're talking with Jerry Short, our Takapola storyteller, and we're wrapping up this Monday edition of the Southern Show. And Jerry, with Thanksgiving coming up, it's a time for people to get together with family and friends. And I know you were an only child growing up. Uh, I was an only child. My mother was an only child. And my daddy just as soon have been an old son. <laughs> he was a little bit of a He a had a maverick. really good sister, but he, but uh, his his brother was – I can't talk about him. Yeah. Well, your daddy, from what I have gathered from you, both of your parents died when you were rather young. Uh, yeah, I was an only child. And uh, my mother died at 43 years old uh, in uh, August of uh, – of 69 and my daddy died in december of uh 69 at 53 uh, so, so uh they had married when he got back from world war ii so yeah it was 10 years difference 50 years now both of your parents have been deceased yeah and uh that's a long time mm-hmm. that i've been uh Fighting this world by myself. Yeah. You know? As an only child. <laughs> As an only child, yeah. But thanks to the Y'all Show, we're kind of your family. So okay, let me that's let, true. let the Y'all Show give you a big old okay. hug. Thank y'all. I appreciate that. I need that for, before we get started on, uh, knock down drag out. Yeah. Well, well, speaking of that, speaking of hugs, your father, I don't think was much of a hugger from what I've gathered. Well, he'd probably hug the guy after he picked him up or something, but, uh, Picked him up, meaning yeah, picked him up off the ground. Or the floor <laughs> Your the daddy mat. was a fighter; he liked to fight. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm glad I never took that habit up. But uh, I any, don't believe that. Oh, you know, kind of. But anyway, he uh, he was the battalion boxing champion in World War Two in Germany, and uh, and uh, so I guess he brought some of that home. But uh, when he got back to Taco Polo on the farm, he volunteered. He was a mail carrier also, and we had to farm, but. He volunteered to be the town marshal. And, uh, I was about four or five years old and we had probably, I was born in 40 something, but well, maybe 47 or six or something. But, uh, uh, they came to get him one night. Uh, somebody had, uh, some citizens had been taking some, uh, chickens, had been, uh, removing some chickens from some personal person downtown Taco Polo's chicken houses and they got my daddy but uh, he thought it was time that I learned the trade I guess and he put me in the pickup with him in the truck with him and uh, we went my mother was begging him not to but we went on down anyway and he deputized two or three four or five people when they went through Taco Polo and they caught these citizens that were uh they were taking the chickens and uh we put the uh, pickup on the uh, creek where they caught uh, the uh, hmm, chicken thieves, I guess is a good word. Mm-hmm. And they put the headlights on them. And uh, I guess my daddy must have thought he was also a judge and a jury and everything else. So I think they kind of took care of business there. And and I, I remember seeing that as a five-year-old maybe, but... I got home, and then we moved not too long after that to Memphis, but we got in another town, and uh, when we got in another town, we were we were riding around one day in the early 50s, and uh, my, I'd say 54, maybe 55, and uh, we were riding around, and a guy had broke out of jail. You know, the town it was living in, uh, you probably think it was like Mayberry or something. Really? Yeah, kind of, you know, where you'd have one Andy Griffin and one uh, Barney, 
But it uh, looked like they was needing to kind of upgrade a little bit. Yeah. They had a guy that broke out of jail, and it wasn't Ernest or whoever the guy was that uh, would check yourself in. If Otis, I think. Otis, wasn't it? It was Otis. I think Otis I, would check yourself in. I think I'm in. right on yeah. that. I, I'm not an Andy Griffith yeah. connoisseur myself. Yeah, well, I, I, that's a long time ago. But uh, this one notice, he'd, got, he'd broke out of the local jail, and he was running the streets. It was a Sunday afternoon, or we wouldn't have been riding around. And uh, we just kept seeing him running, and we kept seeing the Mayberry-type officers chasing him, and they couldn't catch him. And finally, my, my daddy stopped him, and he said, uh, hey, you need some help catching this guy? And he was known to be a really bad customer. I mean, if, your dad if, or this guy running around? Well, both. But the guy running, <laughs> around, the guy running around was known to be a uh, uh, Al Capone type bad guy. But he had uh, his name was Red something. So uh, he was he had broke out of jail, and my daddy said, "You need some help catching Red." And they said, "Would you do that?" And he said, "Certainly, I'd do that." And so uh, my mother was pleading. Frank, please, please, please don't do this. Don't don't get back into don't, you don't have to do this. Oh, I won't take me but a minute. So we saw him cut up through a street in town and and he went to the street in a, in a car? No, he was running. He was really? a foot. He was a foot. And when he cut up in the side street, the side street kind of turned into a pasture and then it turned into woods beyond the pasture. So we parked down on the on the street. And uh, Daddy saw him jump over the fence and go up through the pasture. But when we stopped down on the street, Daddy jumped out of the car, jumped over the fence, ran through the pasture, went in the woods. So we're sitting down there, and here comes the Mayberry cops, and they're sitting down there with us. So I mean, what time of day if you had to get No, oh, this was probably mid-afternoon. Okay. So on so a Sunday. Pl- plenty of mid-afternoon daylight. Mid-afternoon. Oh, plenty, plenty, plenty of daylight. So it uh, wasn't too long. That uh, here comes my daddy out of the woods, and here comes this character with his head between. My daddy had his arm around his neck and was leading him on down to the <laughs> fence. And then these other two cops, uh, the local uh, Barney Fife, he uh, he's standing there. And my daddy takes him and slings him over a four strand barbed wire fence, throws him at Barney's feet, and uh, so Barney like. Can I load my one bullet? What I do? So they put him in the car. My daddy handcuffed him actually because he had done a lot of that when he was playing Marshall, I guess. So he he handcuffed him and they left. Well, I thought it was over with. We thought it was, my mother was praying that it was over with. So we're at home about two nights after that, and the mayor and a couple of board of aldermen come to our house, and they beg my daddy to. Uh, be a policeman <laughs> well that's right up his alley but it's not up mine because i'm going to run around on the streets at night and not be seen by my daddy every step i take but that was not to be so here comes uh this is all true by the way this people. is all definitely can be backed up <laughs> i got friends that aren't friends today because of it but what how it plays out but uh he uh he got the guy and uh, so they was wanting somebody to get the next guy. And they thought my daddy was the man to do that. So he finally told them, no, I got the farm and I got a service station. So I need to really be doing this. And they said, you set the time. 
So he figures that, uh, well, by 6 o'clock at night, I can have somebody close the service station down. I'll take over. Uh, I can come in at 6 and get off at 2 in the morning. Well, that, that would be my time. 6 to 2 is when I want to be on the street as, a, as say, a preteen and a teen. But uh, he takes the job. And uh, I could not make a move until, okay, I could not make a move until at least I was 18 and left home for good. <laughs> but I couldn't even play a pinball machine. If I was playing a pinball machine and I was, my friends would come running by and they'd say, your daddy just went by. But his thing was, don't spend that nickel on that pinball machine. You know, it wasn't playing the pinball machine that bothered him. It was spinning the nickel. So I couldn't even do that. So I learned to kind of low crawl around town for about four or five years till I finally left. But, uh, hey, he would get into, into schemes like it had a shootout one night with a guy that had a starter pistol and he didn't know the guy had the starter pistol. And what uh, is a starter pistol? Well, for track meet. Oh, that with okay. blanks in it. Okay. Starter pistol. And uh you you would probably know the guy. He was once a uh, reenactor for the uh for Confederate reenactor group out of maybe Bruce or somewhere. And uh he came by in his fifty uh one Ford and he fired that starter pistol off at my daddy. Well, my daddy didn't know that that was a starter pistol. Why would he have done that? Oh, uh, he you would have to know. Well, you knew him, but you knew him when he was kind of old and just about done. Okay. So, but he was he was that way. Probably drinking some back then it was dry, so he was probably drinking moonshine or something. So, what happens? My daddy slings the car door open. He opens fire on him. He fills his car full of holes, <laughs> and, and the guy, the guy, he screeches off, and he fires his starter pistol back, and he leaves, and then my daddy f- follows him in full pursuit, and uh, here he is with a starter pistol. It's probably out of it's out of blanks, blanks by now, but uh, I think he got out of town. I think my daddy had to chase him out of his district, out of his jurisdiction, as you would say. So, uh, you know, that was one of the instances they had. That's pretty stupid, I'll be honest with you. That was pretty dang. If you knew the guy. I, I you, don't really remember him, thankfully. Yeah. I'm, you're telling me I might. Yeah. I don't know who the heck that is, and I'm glad I don't. Yeah. What's another quick story? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I could sit here and talk about them all day. One time, and I mean, this, this involves me. One time, a friend of mine, like I said, I had to low crawl to stay hit around town. And he'd come knock on my window when he wanted me to come out at night and play or something. It might be midnight. And he would come knock on my window. And I would go out my bedroom window. And then we would go behind a couple of houses and then come out on the street. Well, we were coming out on the street and some uh, daters come up and they were uh, sparking as we used to say in those days, they were sparking in the front, so we had to hide in the bushes. Well, the girl went inside the house, but she saw the bushes moving, and as soon as she got in the house, she called the uh, police department. Well, my daddy and his partner, they came down the street. We got out on the street then going on down the street, and we were on the sidewalk, and it must have been about 1230. 
and we saw we heard a car just wide open and it was the local police car and it wasn't the same one they use on the andy griffin show this one was flying with no headlights or anything so we dove over in a in a hedgerow in the yard next to the next house and we were laying over in there and they stopped and blocked a main highway going out of town and of course there wasn't any traffic at that night in that day and time but they blocked that and they got out and they walked around the house that had called so when they did we broke and ran and we ran up a hill on the house next to that one and then we hid in this friend of mine's house that his daddy was building a, a shop in the back and then we hid in a closet well, my dad and his partner came down that alley, and they shot uh, the headlights up in that room. Well, a friend of mine wanted to give up. He said, I've got to give up. I, I, he was shaking all over. The whole room was shaking. And I said, look, that's my daddy out there. He'll kill me. We can't get out of here. We can't give up. So we hung in, and they left. So the next morning at uh, at the breakfast table, my daddy told my mother— I want y'all to be really careful around here because we've got what at that time they called someone who would look in houses and windows a peeping Tom. Mm-hmm. He said, we have a peeping Tom in our neighborhood. We had him pinned down two houses from here last night and they described him. Well, luckily the guys across the street that were sitting in a car, they described my pants and my friend's shirt. So they thought it was only one person. So we were locked down then that uh, I said, golly, I can't believe that, Dad. Uh, yeah, and I want y'all to lock this house up. I'll be patrolling by here checking. So that cut my going out the door for a, <laughs> a week or two, a month or but something. But you kind of sort of caused that whole problem. I kind of sort of, kind of sort of caused that out of necessity of the only way I could get out of the house without being seen. So well, you somehow got through that and you. I got through that one and uh, might have made a couple more years that we can talk about in the future. Well, we've got plenty of shows and I appreciate you surviving those days and your late father frank short for giving you a colorful background he gave me a start that uh they don't get on those uh racetracks that uh john was talking about a while ago racetracks you sometimes use starter pistols that's right (laughs) (laughs) but sometimes they don't get real bullets fired back at them jerry short thank you for letting us drop by here you are so welcome and anytime you're in taco polo uh Bring the franchise uh, information on that restaurant you ate in in Chattanooga. Oh, yeah, City Cafe Diner. Kind of an unusual name with the kind of repetition there with their names, but it's no repeating how great it is. I believe we can use one here. It's great, great, great. Jerry, thank you. Well, that will wrap up our Tuesday Y'all Show. Don't forget, come come Tuesday, we're going to have plenty of great Big 12 talk. What a wild weekend it was in that conference with Baylor and Oklahoma. And that that will all come via Matt Hermans, our barrister of Big 12 and barbecue. We'll have that plus all of the other headlines and more as we get you through this mid-November. Y'all, have a great day. Thanks for listening. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table... 
Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Well, look who's home. How was your day, hon? Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting. Lay down on me and we'll talk about it. Oh, Purple Mattress, you know how to support me. Hey, I'm just a mattress doing my job. You're more than that. You're a Purple Mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your Purple Grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic, hyper-elastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through. If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do have up to 100 days to return me for a full refund. And give up the best night's sleep I've had since I learned to walk? No way. You're the only one I want to come home to. Purple Mattress. You two can come home to a Purple Mattress by texting OFFER to 84888. Take advantage of our best Black Friday sale ever and save up to $400 when you buy a mattress and premium sleep bundle by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. See purple.com for terms and conditions.